You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. That moves us to Monday night. Knicks look to snap their nine-game losing streak against the Brooklyn Nets and the two teams face off at MSG. The Nets are going to look very different when you see them this time around. There is no Kyrie Irving. There is no Kevin Durant. Both those guys were traded last week to the Mavs and Suns, respectively. Cam Johnson and Mikael Bridges made their debuts for the Nets in a very close loss to the Sixers. A very, very good game um, you did not watch on Saturday night at Barclays. So with KD and Kyrie gone, how do the Knicks change their game plan against Brooklyn? I mean, I'm sure it comes becomes a lot easier to guard them for sure. But, uh, but how does this affect the matchup between the Nets and Knicks not having those megastars out there? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's it, it's a, obviously a completely different game plan as opposed to kind of shutting down one or two guys and kind of focusing on those guys and preventing them from beating you. The Nets have a far more balanced squad right now and, and certainly more defensive minded. Um, you know, there is, you know, obviously anytime you lose a top 15, top 20 player of all time in Kevin Durant, um, it's good. There's going to be some adjustments, but the, the Nets right now have a, a very balanced team, a good all around team. They're long, they're lengthy. Um, they play defense guys like obviously Mikhail Bridges, Dorian Finney Smith's an excellent wing defender. Nick Claxton is in the conversation for defensive player of the year. And then they still obviously can score some points. Cameron Johnson, um, back to back four point games, um, Joe Harris, you know, scored 18 off the bench on Saturday night. Um, so there's, there's you no know, Cameron Johnson, uh, you know, another sharpshooter that they got in the yeah. Phoenix deal. Um, yeah. You know, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um, this, this Nets team kind of reminds me of the last time we saw the Nets without KD that, that right, right before they signed the, uh, you know, Kyrie and, and Durant that summer of 2019, they, you know, uh, hustle and, 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 you know, they, they got Dinwiddie there. Um, you know, they yeah. play with a little bit of, you know, a little bit more energy, a little bit more force, a little bit more toughness um, as opposed to just the exceptional skills of, 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 you know, lean, you know, just basically leaning on those guys that the KDs and Kyries. Um, so we'll see, but yeah, it, 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 it seems kind of, it, it, if there was a ever a time for that, that, you know, the Knicks want to, snap that nine game losing streak now would yeah. seem to be the time no kd no Kyrie. an opportunity you're at home in the garden um to, to kind of get back uh, on track and and also these two teams it's not far-fetched um that uh, and and we'll talk about it here in a moment could the knicks catch the nets in the you know for the, the fifth or sixth right. seed um and if you you know if, if you have in, if you envision yourself as as avoiding the play-in and securing a playoff spot um the nets might have to be the team depending on if miami stumbles a little bit here but the nets might have to be the team you catch and obviously head-to-head games are going to be important yeah the knicks already dropped uh two games to the nets already so now they have to try to tie them to kind of force the tiebreaker to be something other than head-to-head matchups so uh, this is a big game for the knicks when it comes to playoff uh playoff situations and playoff implications for for this one yeah the, the nets 
I mean, obviously, I, I'd much prefer to face this version of Nesta, Nesta had Kyrie and KD. But they do present some problems with some of the guys they have. Like you mentioned, they have some really good defenders. I mean, uh, Bridges, Finney Smith. Uh, they, already, they already still have Royce O'Neal. Um, they have multiple guys who should be able to uh, handle Barrett and, 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 and Randall in this game. So uh, I think that that's going to be uh, matchups to watch how the Nets rotate their uh, their multiple lengthy, rangy huff combo forwards that they have. Uh, it's a very kind of odd team the way they're put together. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily the plan moving forward to keep the, all these guys together. But I think to start uh, with what they have right now, uh, they're still going to be a somewhat of a formidable team in a formidable matchup. Petra Dinwiddie, as Knicks fans, though, always seems to have something for the Knicks, whether it be uh, on social media, talking before games, or how he plays in the games against the Knicks. He usually plays extremely well. So uh, I, I would expect that he would probably have a really good game in this one. So it, it should be a, a good game. I think the Knicks do have some advantages, particularly, you know, with Brunson, of course, at the point guard spot now. Uh, that's no longer, you know, a, you know, a, a wash or a Kyrie advantage there. So uh, I think Brunson maybe could have a big game. And um, and I do want to continue to see what Josh Hart can bring to the table. He's playing against a lot of guys who I think kind of do the same things he does. So uh, it should be funny to see how that matchup works out. You know what's crazy, EJ, is we, you know, we could talk for, you know, we talked for a few minutes about this game. We talked for another 10 minutes and we still haven't mentioned Ben Simmons. Um, you know, the, know. the highest, the highest paid player on the on the Nets by far. He's making 36 million this year. No other player on the team is making more than 20 million. Um, so yeah, I'll be interested. You know, you, you, you kind of don't know it's hit or miss on Simmons. Some nights he'll give you, you know, nine, eight, and seven, and other nights he's just invisible. Um, you know, his, his minutes are trending in the wrong direction. Now that the Nets have, you know, plenty of depth on the on the wing and at the four, um, obviously Simmons can fit in anywhere. He has that versatile skill set when he's engaged and locked in. Um, yeah. But we haven't seen that version of Ben Simmons, um, you know, basically uh, in two, two or three years now. So um, we'll see if, if uh, you know, if, if, if he kind of if he can make an impact that he can start to carve his way. Um, but it, it is really shocking to see, um, you know, you, you watch some net games, you totally forget that that he's even on the team um, as we did discussing him. But, um, yeah, you know, in, in terms of uh, obviously Brunson is, you know, considering the, you know, the Mikhail Bridges um, and, and the length that, you know, Claxton kind of clogging the paint is going to be difficult uh, for Randall to kind of bully his way um, yep. in, to the basket as he does uh, against a lot of other teams that don't have, you know, talented shot blockers and, and defenders uh, at the four and, and, and at the forward spot. So, um, you know, maybe uh, Randall takes a little more, uh, takes a few more threes. The other thing to keep an eye on with Brunson um, some teams have been starting to run doubles at him more frequently um, because yeah. they, he's just been that good. And, and we'll talk about it in a second, um, you know, how well he's been playing over the last couple of weeks and, and making a bid for the all-star game. Um, he really is playing at an incredibly high level, incredibly, not only is he producing at a high level, he's, the efficiency is remarkable. Um, so teams understand that and they want to take away. He's been the Knicks best, most, you know, most efficient offensive weapon. They're, they're going to want to take that away. So we'll see if, um, you know, Dinwiddie's not really somebody that can stay in front of Brunson. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if they put, I'll be interested to see if they put bridges on him. Um, obviously those I guys, yeah. I, I think they will as well. Um, there's some Villanova connection there, obviously um, with Hart and um, I forget who somebody on, on, I think, I think it might've been bridges or maybe it was Hart, but they all went to dinner um, uh, in the city on Sunday night or uh, after the game or uh, before or, or Saturday night. But um, there was yeah. uh, 
some images. So those guys are close. Um, that 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 will be an interesting um, matchup, I think, definitely to keep an eye on. If I wouldn't be surprised if Bridges tells Jacques Vaughn, like I got that dude, you know, and we'll we'll see how that plays out. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, Bridges is absolutely one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. So if that does become uh, the matchup to watch, that should be a really fun one, uh, especially uh, fun for the the Nova grads, plenty of them in New York who who, uh, who are happy to see uh, some of these uh, cats make it to uh, the Knicks and Nets over the past few weeks and over the past year with Brunson joining the team as well. So uh, Knicks and Nets in this one, we talk about the standings and, and where the Knicks stand. I think that the Knicks are, are going to have a shot at catching the Nets. Um, I think the Nets, they showed in that game against Philly, they're, they're not, you know, they're not a, a, you know, a doormat. With, with the guys they have. Uh, I do think that was kind of maybe your first game together where you kind of give it your all and there's a lot of in- energy and a lot of emotion because you want to kind of show that, hey, we're not going to fall apart here down the stretch. So I think they're going to be pesky, but we see the Knicks right now as we record this podcast on Monday, three games out behind Brooklyn as we stand right now. That's not insurmountable for them. Um, obviously, they're only a game and a half behind Miami for the sixth spot. But uh, but you know, could Knicks catch Brooklyn three games back? I think that's that's plenty. They're four back in the loss column, so uh, a little bit of work to do there. But I think that the Knicks can 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 catch this team. Uh, the Knicks do have a kind of a tricky schedule, but the Nets also don't have an easy schedule down the stretch either. So that should help them a- as well. This is going to be huge, but uh, but I do think that if you're looking at trying to catch uh one of these top six spots that you mentioned, the Nets are going to be a team they're going to have to beat when they play them. And a team that they may that may be the team they have to catch because you know Miami is getting in shape. They're three games on uh, three game winning streak. They won seven out of ten. So you know it's going to be tough to catch Miami, Brooklyn, who's lost uh, uh, six of the last ten games. And of course, now we're an entirely new team. That might be the team you're looking at and say, "Hey, this is our chance to get in." Definitely, um, I'm a little bit higher on the Nets. I think than most. I I, I just like the, their core. I like the way they're going to compete. I like their you know, I think I like I like the guys, you know, that they kept and the guys that they added in um, and they're, they're playing with a little something to prove. You know, they hear Kyrie's comments yeah. about, you know, like just, you know, kind of bashing you know, Brooklyn on his way out of town. And um, I think they you know, I, I think that they just have, a, a again, a scrappy young group of guys that guys are going to compete every night. Um, you don't have closers, so that's going to make it difficult to, to finish yeah. in the fourth quarter. Um, but I think they're going to be in a lot of close games. You know, Vegas has this as a as a three point spread, um, you know, the Knicks given and, and usually the home team gets, a you know, around a three point advantage. So that kind of tells you that they view in, in terms of talent. On, on both rosters, relatively similar, um, you know, and I think if they if the Nets were starting, I, I agree with you. This is not the finished product that Sean Marks envisioned. Um, yeah. I think he had to adjust on the fly. I don't think he would have made the trade for Kyrie if if um, if he knew he was also going to trade Kevin Durant. It sounds like they were you know kind of going back and forth. Um, yeah. So I think they'll, you know they'll they'll make some adjustments um, in over the summer. Just one last one other point while we're on Brooklyn that's that that I that I find interesting is um, the two guys that left. Look at the way they handled their business. Um, 
they both wanted out less, you know, prior to prior to the preseason, prior to this season. Obviously, um, Durant yeah. had voices displeasure, and and even the year before, um, both players had the options to sign max contracts. Kevin Durant did locked in for four years, got his money. Kyrie didn't for whatever Kyrie's reasons are. Vaccine man, they came down in New York City. He decided not yeah. to get vaccinated. The, the, the season exploded. They had to trade James Harden um, and, and had to take back Ben Simmons. Just a nightmare of a trade. Um, anyway, fast forward a year. Kyrie again publicly demands a trade, leaks it to multiple outlets, You know, leaks it that he may not play the rest of the season if he isn't traded. Instead of going to the Lakers, where you know he wanted to end up, he's right. in Dallas. Kevin Durant, on the other hand, behind the scenes, goes privately yeah. to Sean Marks, says, I want to play for the Suns. Can we please, you know, let's work together to try to, you know, do something that's good for the organization and good for me as an individual. He gets traded to Phoenix, and now is a very good chance to win a championship. Um, so just says a little bit. And, and Kyrie bashing the Nets, you know, yeah. He's so happy in Dallas, but all he's talking about is how how the Nets did him wrong, even though they paid him under thirty five million dollars to play in about yeah. five games. Um, and I assume <laughs> Kevin Durant hasn't talked to the, the media yet. I assume he'll take the high road and compliment, you know, say and be thankful for Brooklyn for everything they did. Yada yada yada. Um, just kind of kind of goes to show you that um, that sometimes things come around, and you know what goes around comes around uh, type of thing in the NBA. Um, but yeah, yeah, as as far as the the the, the Nets. Uh, team going forward i think they're a scrappy bunch i think the net fans are going to enjoy rooting for that team um and, yeah. and they're, going to, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs and, and and in games like this especially they're going to be up um for the for the knicks contest so um yeah but but i i agree with you um and i, I just pulled up the uh tankathon remaining st- schedule strength um very interesting the knicks are six so the knicks have the sixth toughest remaining strength yeah. of schedule the nets have the seventh Toughest, so yep. those they're they're actually they're tied uh, f- f- uh, fifty one point six uh, basically win percentage among the teams yep. that they're facing, um, and also interesting Miami's fourth right right above them. So those three teams um, are 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 they're going to be chasing each other. You know that's it's you know we got you know two months left the season now, so we can start yeah. keeping an eye on the standings. Um, and obviously the other team you want to keep an eye on is the Hawks. Um, the the Knicks are just a game and a half. Um, ahead of Atlanta. So we'll see how, you know, that, how that plays itself out, but um, should be make for some very interesting, uh, you know, games, some, you know, kind of every night basis. Um, we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned the Hawks. That's a good point as well, because uh, if they don't make the play in um, and uh, make the playoffs and they have to play in a play in game, you know, you want to be at home for your first playing game. And, uh, and if the Hawks are, are nipping at your heels, what they, what the Knicks do not want is to, find a way where the Hawks catch them and they're in the eight spot. They got to travel to Atlanta yeah. uh, to play the Hawks. And, and that's been a house of horrors for this Knicks team, um, particularly big games that they needed to get uh, when they had to travel to Atlanta. Not that, you know, Trey Young hasn't had his performances at Madison Garden as well, too. Right, but, right, right. but, uh, but yeah, you want to make sure you can have that game at home. Um, so the Knicks Nets should be a good one. Um, real quickly before I move on, do you feel like the sting from the Knicks Nets rivalry is kind of, been taken away with KD and Kyrie gone now. Like, I don't know how you feel or how other Knicks fans feel, but I certainly don't feel the level of animosity to this version of the Nets as opposed to if this team was playing the KD Kyrie Nets, you know, uh, prior to the trade deadline. A hundred percent. Yeah. It just doesn't have the same juice. 
Um, obviously, with the comments Kevin Durant had made about it not being cool and the Knicks aren't the cool thing anymore. And um, obviously, Kyrie amped up the, the intensity as well. Um, so, yeah, this doesn't have that that same, um, you know, that that same level of. Yeah, it's not not a hatred, certainly by any means. You know, Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson and, and you know, and, and Cam Thomas and those guys don't don't exactly, um, you know, generate the same level of uh, right. vitriol that uh, that KD and the gang did. Um, but uh, the other thing that that makes it a little bit more interesting is that these teams could potentially, you know, are fighting for playoff spots. And, yeah, that's um, true. You know, you, you know, you talk about the seven eight. It wouldn't be crazy. You know, there's a ton of games left if the Heat and the Hawks are the teams that finish five and six, and the Knicks and the Nets play that seven eight game, um, which sure. certainly generate a ton of buzz in the city. So. That's certainly something, uh, but they, you know, while it doesn't have that same level of uh, animosity, maybe um, that could be more at stake than than even recent any nickname Nick Nets game. Yeah, Nick Nets 7:30 Madison Square Garden should be a good one. 